Alright, and we're live. Hey everybody and welcome to the Multiverse episode 164 before we figured out what number we're actually on anymore. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you. This has got a lot of cool stuff to come back to. Uh, some really cool stuff regarding the Xbox showcase we're going to get to a little bit later tonight. Uh, some things we got to catch up on. Thank you guys for tuning in. We do appreciate your patronage every episode. Uh, first and foremost, we need to do the introduction to our panel. Uh, as we broadcast across the Multiverse Nexus. Uh, first off, we have the CEO of Level 1 Gaming and the Titan of Texas, Mr. Fame Entertainment. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, it is great to be back. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm sure at some point today, me and um, my brother Sam are going to have a, a friendly back and forth. Uh, it's going to be a great day, and uh, thank you guys for rocking with us once again. And of course, get your gaming news from LV1Gaming.com. And um, yeah, buddy. All right, and we also have the Caesar of Cinema, the Baron of Britain, Mr. James Wilson. I haven't been to a cinema since conservative estimates of February, and I'm getting serious withdrawal at the moment. Uh, I... But apart from that, I'm great. What's up? What was the last movie I saw in a theater? It's been forever. Um, I, I genuinely can't remember, and I feel it might even have been Parasite. I'd even go see Parasite in a the theater. I st I w that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, we also have the Don Deletion, the Gaming Gambino, Mr. Mike Peter Truth. Yo, what's going? What's going on, guys? It's Mike. Thank you for joining us for our comeback episode of the Multiverse Show. As always, we have a great episode planned for everybody tonight. So let's get started. And we also have the writer extraordinaire for Windows Central and other central sites, and the White Wolf, Mr. Samuel Tolbert. Hey everybody, it is good to finally be back with the Multiverse Bros, and I just gotta say, we have so much to talk about, it's ridiculous, but if you have not seen the, and I mean this in the best possible way, utterly insane lore that Ivan has been putting out on the Multiverse Twitter account, you owe it to yourself to go check it out, because it is a wild read. <laughs> what do you mean, lore? Yeah, what, what are you talking about, Sam? I don't know what you're referring to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got a lot of cool stuff we got to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to do some cool build-up things as usual. Um, as you guys see, things look different. Uh, we've updated the channel art. Also, uh, we have a little bit of announcement as well. We are now being featured on Spotify and other uh, podcast platforms. Uh, the plan, at least right now, because I don't know how long it's going to take for everything to upload correctly, uh, the plan at this current moment is we are going to be still streaming live on YouTube every Monday night, as we do at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Uh, but we're also going to be uploading the show on Tuesdays uh, to all the other platforms. So just uh, be on the lookout for that. Um, it's going to be a little bit staggered in terms of release uh, for the other platforms as well. Uh, it's like a pop bean, Anchor, or a bunch of other stuff as well it's mostly spotify and itunes uh so just be on the lookout for that uh we're getting everything set up going forward so just uh we got a lot of cool stuff coming for you guys all right so we got uh, a couple things we do need to catch up on first off the question we ask every single week what have you guys been playing fame sir what, what have you been playing get us up to speed i have been blasting asses in rogue company um, I cannot come off of that game. I've literally abandoned 
everything I've been playing the moment I got access to the beta, and I went ahead and bought the Founders Pack anyway. Uh, but I've literally been playing uh, Rogue Company nonstop since I've been able to play it. Honestly. All right. What, what, what's what's so hot about this game? I, is, it's supposed to go free to play later this year, right? Or is it next year? Yeah, it's supposed to go free to play. I mean, I mean, it is a free to play, right? But the really only way to play it right now is if you got one of those beta codes they were giving out, or if you paid the fifteen dollars for the Founders Pack. Uh, it's four. It's right now. It's four. It's four v four, of course, and it only has two modes: was the demolition and a strikeout mode. And it's it's a third person PvP shooter. Uh, I guess you can consider it a hero shooter in a way. It had a bunch of characters with different different uh, abilities. Some of them kind of mirror each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the from the from the gameplay mechanics to the shooting um, to to the, how the characters feel, everything about this game feels fresh and it feels really good. Imagine a and this isn't a shot at Gears. I love Gears. A less clunky Gears of War. Like, and even the rolling just feels amazing. Um, I'm really in love with this game. Like, after this podcast, I'm getting right back on it. Um, but yeah, if you guys have it, the beta code, go download. If not, the 15 bucks is definitely worth getting the two extra characters and a couple of epic skins and emotes. This game is going to be huge. It's crossplay between PC, Xbox, PS4, even Nintendo Switch. The game is going to be huge. I suggest people jump on it now because it's going to get crazy. Mm. Sounds like fun. All right, James. You only, you told us before you only buy two games a year. What'd and you pick I up? Bought, I have bought my two games, uh, it seems like. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, it was well known that I was going to be getting The Last of Us on. Uh, and I did, and I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. Uh, but the other game I didn't expect to be getting day one, and this is mostly because due to lockdown, I've been having to find myself things to do. And I used to love F1, Formula One racing, uh, when I was younger, and I sort of dropped out because the sport got a bit less interesting. But now, having watched the Netflix series, which I highly recommend, Drive to Survive, uh, which sort of really focuses on like the midfield and the lower teams and how like their sort of hierarchy in the system. Uh, I got F1 2020, the, this year's edition of the game by Codemasters, and it's flawless. Uh, it's genuinely brilliant. Uh, I'm not the biggest racing sim guy, so you know, th- me saying I really enjoy a racing sim game is not the same as you know someone like Mike. M- 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 uh, can't even talk. My channel from outside Xbox, who is like the racing sim guy, but. What I do like about it is the thing is the career mode is and especially this is called my team, so you can create your own F one team. You can create your own colors, your name, and you're added to the F one roster. You make your own driver. You pick a driver from Formula Two, a real life guy. So you get so personally invested, and I've completed two and a half seasons worth with the my team. And it's so good. Every single race, every qualifying session, every practice session, you want to drive in these cars and tinker with the engines and do all the really quite deep RPG, like uh, uh, skill tree element stuff. And then, out of nowhere, at the end of the season, at the end of the second season, they just went right. Regulation change, guys. Uh, let's hope you didn't put too much in powertrain and. I just in that moment I just went. This is probably the most fun I've had with uh with a sports simulating game in the past like ten years. Uh, I'm absolutely adore F1 2020. 
And I think if you have a passing uh, admiration of F1, this is a really great game to pick up and play and become invested with like your own team. So yeah, F1 2020 is getting big fucking marks from me. I love it. All right. Uh, but the other thing I've been doing most of my time is learning how to speedrun Bloodborne. <laughs> I've got my time down to an hour and 15. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Which I'm, which I'm very proud of at the moment. I'm proud of that the too, world, damn. The world, the, world, the world record is somewhere like, it's like half an hour. So, that's where I am. Wow. Um... I, I, may, I may or may not be playing it right now. <laughs> So if you hear clicking, that's why. All right. And Mike, what you been playing, sir? I've been playing a bunch of different things. I've been playing some Dirt Rally 2, having a lot of fun with that. Great racing game. Um, you know, after the Halo Infinite announcement, I was playing the multiplayer in Halo 5 for a little bit. They got this new anniversary playlist where it's the older Halo maps in there. I'm having a bunch of fun with that. And as far as recent games um, that came out, I've been playing Super Mario the Origami King on Switch. Um, game for the most part is really good. Um, it, it's simplistic in a way, as far as like there's no real like progression system um, when it comes to the battles and the encounters. But there's a strategy involved to the battles in the game, and I love the writing. You, you have to love the writing in the Paper Mario games. It's just funny and it's so self-aware. I, I, I really am enjoying it. The visual style. It's a really really good game. All right. Good. And Sam. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Ghost of Tsushima, continuing to hack my way across the island. I got some mixed thoughts on the game overall, but I will say the combat is phenomenal and the game is utterly beautiful. So I'm enjoying my time with it, for sure. Uh, that's mostly what I've been doing. All right, it's good stuff. So um, as we uh, ended up the last uh, episode in particular, uh, we well, I know James, you, well, we don't have any movie news, right? As usual. Well, at least uh, during COVID. No, well, well, Tenet got about 10 different... I'm interested to see what got more official release dates, Tenet or New Mutants by this time. Because <laughs> uh, Tenet, as of, as of earlier today, was officially just delayed with no no end in sight. And then about like seven hours ago, they said, yeah, it's coming out at the end of August, which is great. Cool. I'll, I'll believe it when the film finishes. I'm normally the kind of person, I believe it when it starts. No, no, no. I'm now going to believe it when the film stops playing. I'm not convinced that it's going to start and then halfway through say, ah, we need to delay it a bit more. Um, so yeah, but there, there is no major movie news. Uh, there's, there's like entertainment news and stuff that's going on. Co the Comic Con's still happening. Uh, had a great panel, uh, which is available on YouTube. I big recommend if you want to go check that out. They include like the, the opening scene of the film. And it looks pretty good. And that's also got a new release date to be the end of August. So, you know, Tenet and New Mutants. I, I actually can't say which one I'm more excited to watch. So, yeah. So, yeah. No, no movie news. All right. So, yeah, there's not much going on. But we did, uh, we kind of wrapped things up uh, right after the release of... Um... Well, uh, Last of Us Part 2. Uh, I know Sam and James, I know you guys got around to playing that. Uh, briefly, uh, give us like your two-minute review of it. What did you think of the experience? Go first, please. Okay. Um, it's, a it's, it's so 
interesting to talk about this game, and there, there, there have been a bunch of big discussions about like how we critique games as a medium in resp- in response to how to talk about this this game because it sort of feels like like we've never had the game that's been like the citizen cane of games as in this is the thing that forevermore will be judged if it it's so groundbreaking it's so interesting to watch this game from a like a gameplay point of view i don't think i've ever played something that is a better game Mm-hmm. I've never. I don't think I've ever played anything. Maybe Zelda Breath of the Wild, where you like here is all the systems, and all of them are amazing. They're all brilliant. They're all fun to do. So on that level, it's like it's completely faultless. And the people who are, even the people who don't like this game, they always say, oh, "But it's really fun to play." Mm-hmm. The story-wise is where everyone gets hung up, and. This game, a game like The Last of Us, lives or dies by its story, as does you know, the first one, or even the Uncharted games to a degree. I personally, having had a, a bunch of time to reflect on it, um, and I'm still not sure. Mm-hmm. This is the I, I thought I really liked it, and I definitely don't dislike it. So I'm I'm 100 in the like half. Where I sit on it, I still don't know. And I've I've gone way back about the first half that I had to stop because I had to move. So I'm actually I've actually moved house since, since all of this happened. So mm-hmm. I've been busy as hell. It's amazing I've actually been able to play F1 as much as I have. I think that the only way to do the last to, to talk about the last one probably would to be a, do a deep dive. I can't do this in two minutes. So I'm going to let Sam go now and then see maybe if we can jump off to a bigger discussion at some later point. So, jeez, talking about this game in only two minutes. Um, I'll take less than that. I'll be done. It's, yeah, this game, I could talk about this game for four hours and still not know how I feel about it, still not talk about everything in it. Um, And that alone tells you, right, that it is a game worth playing. I definitely agree with James on that, like, I don't know how I feel about it even now, but it is definitely a game. It is an experience you need to go through yourself. The technical mastery, the art, the art design, the aesthetic, the just raw performances that they grind out of these characters are truly the best in the business, and that deserves to be seen. I'm not, and I still don't want to spoil it even now, I'm not quite sure I agree with where it ends up. I'll say that. Um, I'm not quite sure I, I, I enjoy or like where it ends. But at the same time, God almighty, it's one roller coaster getting there. Mm-hmm. I, also, I, I almost think it's one of... It, it, it's, it's the first... It might well be the... So you know that there are certain films... As the only way that I can use this analogy... Who has seen Schindler's List? Yeah, yeah. while it's, it's been a while, but yeah. How many times have you watched it in your life? Um, that once. <laughs> yeah, and, and yes. anyone seen yeah. it more than more than once, more than twice? This is my thing. I, I I'm not sure that I ever want to finish it again. I sort of just want it to just exist. As that one brilliant moment in time, 
Like, the experience of playing that game is so singular that I don't ever want to go through it again. And, and part of it is because it's so emotionally draining. Part of that is the length, uh, which I, I don't know if it's too long or not, I don't, but I, I... Ah, this game, man. It's just... I don't want to say, oh, it's more than a game, it's an experience, but which it is an experience, obviously, but I... Ah, I just don't know. I don't know. It's the most difficult game I've ever played to talk about. Mm-hmm. Bar, bar none. Yeah, I understand that. And it seems to be the general thing. Like honestly, and it's such a polarizing story. Like you really can't even talk about it, like on Twitter or anywhere else. Like you'll, you'll start, you'll start some fight. <laughs> like somebody's gonna be mad. I just the thing that tired me more than anything else, and that sort of sums my sort of eternal sighing of people trying to uh, of the inter- the internal discourse about this game was someone tweeted I can't remember who and I can't remember exactly what they said but it was something like game, modern game the, the, the gamers genre in like massive air quotes can't deal with shades of grey characters like they either have to be good or bad and then someone responded yeah but shades of grey characters always end up good but that, that, that sums it up more than anything else and I just put it. Uh, you know, actually, I think that's actually kind of right, sort of. We we normally, at least in terms of narratives, like yeah, we do try to have a good feeling, at least in terms of sh- shades of grayness. I guess uh, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this exactly. In a narrative, we tend to conflate a protagonist and antagonist as being good or bad um, even if they would do their and, best and, and, to interpret them as there's moral complexity to whoever they are we generally have a way of saying well yeah okay yeah they're a bad guy though or yeah they're a good guy yeah, though well, and, and I completely agree with you and the thing that makes that even bigger is because in an interactive medium you're playing as one person so you want the person that you're controlling to survive, because you want you to survive. You empathize with them more than you can with the film, mm. or any or or another medium. To have an, a, a genuine shade of gray character, whereas like this person's motivations are not great, and you will be controlling them regardless. And it takes the agency away from the player. And I think to do that in the way that The Last of Us did was really like. Naughty Dog really put themselves out there by doing that. And I, uh, other than the, the other game people have been talking, conflating this feeling to, is Spec Ops: The Line. Mm. And which is a brilliant game. And I think comparing the two doesn't do each of them justice, really. But yeah, man. I th- I feel like at some point we just we, we we need to sit down and do a proper deep dive where we only talk about the last of us because we have other things to talk about and it's twenty 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 past. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So we'll, unless anyone, anyway, okay. because I, I, it can't have just been me, Ivan, and Sam that played it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Mike, did you play it? I did not play it. No. Oh. All right. All right. 
Well, we're, we got a couple things we got to go through, uh, at least in terms of that one, but I want to at least do justice to giving some time to Last of Us for finishing that. Um, so we actually had the Xbox Showcase. Uh, this has been the major Xbox event we've all been looking forward to this year so far. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that was announced. Um, we kind of want to go through the list of just everything involved. Um, Sam, I know you're gonna you're gonna correct us if we miss anything, as usual. Um, <laughs> but at, as so, I want to kind of go through and just get general impressions uh, from everybody. If you have something to say, if you don't have anything to say, that's fine because uh, we got a lot of stuff we got to go through. Um, so by far, Crown Jewel, um, the the game everyone was looking forward to, Halo Infinite. We got a gameplay demo that we saw them play uh, live. Um, just general impressions from the gang here. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear, hear your thoughts, Sarge. Just go ahead and jump on in. I mean, I thought it looked super fun. Um, who... Oh, sorry, sorry. Whoa, you whoa, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Jim. I, might, I will be super quick because I, I, although, I had, uh, although I had an Xbox 360, I, I've never really had played Halo. I bought Halo 3 and tried to play it and I just couldn't gel with it and I don't know what it is. Um for the gameplay of this and I'm rely I'm led I'm led to believe that the reason it doesn't look as polished as some people might have expected is because of COVID. Am I correct in saying that? I well there's been a couple tech breakdowns since then. I didn't I know the one I saw is I was like, well, well, the, the explanation they use like why you, why people thought it looked really flat texture wise is just mainly because of cut like time of day. It's like it's a dusk, mm-hmm. which doesn't look great for anything. Uh, at least in terms of textures, mm-hmm. but that that's all I've seen. I haven't really seen all that much. Well, what I've been led to believe is that the reason it looks the way it does is because sort of like it's going to be an an evolving game. The infinite, I imagine, is is alluding to the fact that they want this to be. Not not a Destiny clone, but something like Destiny, where they can just add to it more and more and more. Um, and I believe a part of that is going to be it, it's going to come out when we say it is. It's going to play great, but it's going to look better over time because of the COVID stuff. Uh, I, if they haven't been as upfront about that with people, then they should. Um, and I because I think a lot of us right now would understand. But then again. Gamers, some of them are horrible, uh, and they, <laughs> they and they don't let anything slide, even though they delivered it on time. Uh, but yeah, that that's my two cents on Halo because I just I'm just not as interested in that franchise as some other people. Everyone else go. All right, um, I know I'll I'll have something to say about it. So um, for me, I looked at it from um, I thought it looked okay. I mean, I I see some improvement because my all my issues with Halo are just gameplay wise. Um, I I've been very vocal in terms of what my opinions are on Master Chief. Uh, Master Chief does not deserve this uh, title of like great savior until his gameplay evolves to back that up. Um, and they they've been teasing it. Three four three has been doing it for a while now. Uh, so they had like the you know, adding little sprint Halo Four. Have some like you know a little bit of like Spartan abilities and Halo Five. It was like okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit more. Um, this one, it looks like he's moving more towards like a gadget use. I'm uh, like you know you saw him do it, pop the pop the shield, also do like the you know the, the grappling hook is the new thing. Um, I kind of get more of a um, mix between of a Destiny and a Doom vibe to it. 
but like a slower baby's first doom eternal kind of vibe <laughs> is that that's the feeling i'm getting from it right now and i'm like okay beyond that i i really don't care i didn't even notice the craig thing until people started popping up later but <laughs> that's another story <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I, th- I think the game looks looks I think it looks good. You're right about the Craig thing. People are so are such sticklers because that was maybe like in that gameplay like one maybe two frames at the most that Craig Craig's face shows up. But honestly, you know whatever's going on with the visuals aside, no, it wasn't the most impressive looking game I've ever seen to say the least. I think that's being kind. Um, you know, issues with textures and, and some pop in here and there, but. As far as the style of the game is concerned, one thing that I did like about it is that, especially after Halo 5, I feel like they're kind of getting back to the visual style that they used for, like, the original Halo and Halo 2. Mm-hmm. More so Halo 2, um, which which I am a fan of that. And the, the, the new gameplay, the combat that they showed just looks really fun. Um, mm-hmm. As far as what they're doing with the, bla- with the grappling hook and the different gadgets that are in use, it looks really fun. And for me, because I'm a big multiplayer guy, too... I'm interested to see how all of that is going to transfer into the multiplayer. There was a rumor going around that the game wouldn't ship with multiplayer at launch, but um, the um, community director, I don't remember his at on Twitter, shot that rumor down. I think that would have been a really, really big problem if that was true. I think his name was Simon Halo. Yes, yes, that is it. Yeah. Um, But but anyway, uh, other than the visuals looking a little bit rough i mean what what i saw looked looked pretty damn good and i'm excited for it honestly th- this is the most hype i've been for a halo title since probably halo 2 to be honest um i have high hopes for the campaign um since halo 5's campaign wasn't really that great to put it nicely um so we, we gotta wait and see um i'm getting a series x at launch i'm getting hit i'll have halo infinite at launch and we'll see how it is but as of right now i'm excited for it as far as like visuals go, I think one thing everyone needs to kind of, I guess, really pay attention to is that this game truly was designed for the Xbox One. I think if we were, I don't know, three years ago and we didn't really, weren't really so focused into next gen, then the visuals wouldn't be an issue to people, honestly. I think. Everyone's so focused on, oh, I need everything to look next gen. I need this to be like a different next gen, have a next gen look to it. But the game was designed for Xbox One. Let's, let's just call call a spade a spade. It was designed for Xbox One, and they, and they decided to make it a launch title for Series X. And it's 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 one of the few, very few first party um, cross gen games we're going to see. Because like you said, for the most part. The stuff we know is coming down the road, Avowed, Fable, Hellblade 2, that's all built and designed for the Xbox Series X, right? So yeah. this game was built, designed, and made for the Xbox One. And when that happens, and you know, you're not going to get the best, you know, looking, you know, best looking game in the world. You're not going to. Uh, but it still looks great. I think the mechanics are adding in are awesome. They're bringing in a lot of the different gadgets that you've seen. Like we really got into, I think, Halo 3. Um, I think the game looks fun. I'm going to have a ball with it. The fact that it's it's bigger than Halo 4 and 5 combined, which I'm not sure how much that really says. The Halo 5 was, like, super short. Um, but I think adding the hub world was a, a big get. Um, I don't – I'm super happy it's not a full-blown open-world game because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I 
and I'm burnt out on open world games. I I, can't, I just don't have the time to do it anymore. So I'm I'm happy, glad it's having the open hub. Um, the game was fun. So. That grappling hook looks amazing. Um, I just think a lot of people are so focused on the visuals when they everyone's kind of forgetting the fact that this game is built for the Xbox One and it's going to be up res and have you know the the high frame rates and, and it's going to look a tad bit pretty on the Series X. But at the end of the day, it's still an Xbox One game. Yeah, and I, I definitely feel the vibe you're talking about, Fame. Uh, but for me, I think it's more they're treat they're trying to keep, treat it as the the workhorse title. Uh, so if you guys remember going all the way back uh, to the, gen- the beginning of uh, this generation, uh, in terms of the launch titles that came out, it was it was uh, Forza Motorsport Five, Rise, Son of Rome, and uh, was it uh, stated not stated okay the other zombie game. Dead Rising. Uh, Dead Rising 3. So, each one of those games is designed to do a different thing. Uh, Rise Son of Rome was designed to look good. Like, how far can we push this graphically speaking right now? That's what that game was designed to do. The gameplay suffered because they wanted it to look good. And that was the main focus of it. Um, Forza was designed towards, okay, how high can we get the resolution? How high can we get the frame rate? Let's how how good can we make it look but focus on performance as the main thing and then you had state uh, why do I keep wanting to say state of decay I guess this is the, the default zombie game of my brain at this point um, um, Dead Rising 3 was designed more like how far can we push it in terms of you know like as a workhorse title where it's like how many zombies can we put on screen how much stuff we can go on at the same time let's do this let's see how far we can push it um, I get the feeling that this particular title, because there is no Forza right now, is trying to fill both the workhorse and the performance mindset. Where it's like, hey, I- I'm leaning more towards the performance side of things. We're like, we want this game to be 60, maybe 120 FPS. We want to push this as far as we can. 4K, how, how high can we push this performance-wise? Um, so personally, I don't know if it's COVID is the excuse for why it doesn't look great. Um, my inclination was we want to make sure this game doesn't have any hiccups, period. Uh, keep that thing locked 60. <laughs> don't change it. Uh, that's the feeling I get is that they didn't want any t- any performance hiccups more than anything else, even though it's pre-recorded, which doesn't make a lot of sense. But hey. I, I, that's my feeling. So they didn't really put anything that was too challenging on the specs currently. But uh, that's my kind of vibe. Sam, did you get a chance to talk? I don't know if I cut no, you. No, I did not. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I did not. I like it. I like it. I, well, everyone else has talked the graphics to death. I don't think they're the most impressive. But I think there is room to improve. Certainly, um, if COVID did impact it, if it is a lighting issue like Digital Foundry suggested, then there's time to make it look better. I think the extent of exactly what they can do is going to be somewhat limited because this is a cross-gen game. Amusingly, unlike basically every single other game in their showcase, which is kind of funny given Phil's recent comments, but I digress. Um, but at the same time, it's, what's more interesting to me is the gameplay sandbox. The banished art style is cool. I like the new weapons. I like the little details like shooting brute helmets off or, you know, when you shoot them in the legs, they uh, start to stumble and fall. 
the sound effects sound really, really good. The open world makes perfect sense for Halo. I've been saying it should go in that direction. I like the idea of Destiny-style expansions for the story. Um, yeah, th- there's room to improve, but I really like what they showed. And the grappling hook. I mean, come on, the grappling hook is great. Yeah. Uh, and there was a the funny meme that spawned out from this, the whole Craig thing. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I Which, love Craig. Yeah, I, I think it's just kind of dumb. I mean, it's just kind of like random, but you know, you got the uh, was the the Jimmy wrestling kind of vibe to it. You remember that? You remember that old one, like the the Jimmy wrestling gorilla picture from like way back, like one of the one of the OG memes. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but I get that I get that kind of vibe from it. Like, yes, another part in the universe. <laughs> but I, just, I get that kind of vibe from the whole thing personally which by the way it's been very interesting 343 is like really jumped on board with this like they really wholeheartedly embraced it um but i will say like there's been some stuff going on uh there have been i'm gonna say just allegations right now until we get something more concrete uh about people being blacklisted for having the meme and that's weird so yeah, uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that for now because that's uh, just I, I've heard things enough <laughs> to see this is kind of a it's a weird mismatch in terms of messaging on the on, internally at least. But anyway, we got a lot of stuff to cover. Um, after Halo, I believe it was stated at K3 they got shown right. I, I don't think I'm missing anything yep. yet, at least yep. in between. Hey, hey, hey I'm, I'm sorry. Just w- one really quick thing because I think we want to get sure. to it. It's really quick. Uh, apparently, Cuphead's coming to PS4. Huh? I missed this. Really? It's Official announcement? The, uh, international PSN stores. You know what, Je- Jeff Keighley, I'm remembering now, Jeff Keighley said that as part of his Summer Game Fest uh, that he's got an indie dev on tomorrow. I wonder if that's the announcement. Looks like Cup- Cuphead's coming to PS4. Interesting. Wait. Cuphead's always been kind of weird, right, in that it was this Microsoft didn't own it thing. They didn't own the IP, but also it's kind of just been with them not going to PlayStation for years. So that's interesting. Mm. This is interesting because like, I'm looking at an article, I just looked it up right now, I'm looking at an article and Eurogamer is saying Cuphead will never come to PlayStation 4, developer has confirmed. Like, there's, well, not, we'll there's, there's not even like wiggle room in the statement that they have. Hmm. We'll see. So, that's well, interesting. You know, PlayStation hates whimsy. <laughs> Unless it's a uh, unidentifiable whimsy, I guess there are right, some right. of those games that, that has popped up across my my timeline. I just kind of wanted to, you know, current topic. It's rare that we get like current breaking information on a Monday. So yeah, the, la- the last time, yeah. last time we got that live during the show was whenever uh, Sean Layden got kicked out. So, yep, that was last time. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so. Anyway, uh, moving on a little bit. We got some cool stuff. Uh, we're going to move on a little bit more. Do, 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 do. Sorry, getting back to my list here. All right. Yep, so uh, State of K3. Uh, looks good, I guess. Uh, I didn't see any gameplay or anything. Just a little oh, no, little intro graphic. I, got very, I have an issue with that trailer. 
What what's what, the issue? What's besides, the issue? besides it being the uh, the missing uh, looked well to me, I got very strong Last of Us Two multiplayer vibes. <laughs> so. What's the issue? What's the issue? Uh, when, I, when, 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 if, when the trailer first starts, you're like, oh my god, what is this? Like it looked beautiful. Got a black female, like possibly, like okay. I mean, you see it going like it looks great. I'm like okay, this is a nice little CGI trailer, and then you see State of Decay three, you're like oh, and it's not a knock against State of Decay, but in my opinion, well, I'm going to take it back a little bit. When State of Decay 2 was coming out, the developers on Twitter kept saying this is AAA all the way. And I know AAA just doesn't mean graphics, right? But in a way, when you look at those you know, deep embedded, like, oh my God, visually beautiful looking games, you, you, you really think AAA, right? So they said they said State of Decay 2 was that big AAA game. So when you see a CJ trailer like this, you think big AAA game, big, like a different style. I, I guess what I'm saying is my issue is that State of the K3 needs to be along the lines of that trailer. If not, then all you did was put a beautiful cutscene on top of a gameplay that we know that State of the K is. The trailer doesn't look indicative to what you what you truly get from a State of the K game. Well, I I'm mean, sorry. I'll say this. I'll say this. Um, I think you're jumping the gun in that we haven't actually seen the gameplay yet, so you don't really get to make that call until we've seen it. I agree with you that the past games weren't like that, but we'll see what they're actually doing moving forward. Undead Labs previously said... Hey, 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 wait, wait, That's where the if comes from. Wait. No one's jumping the gun. Let me finish. Let me let me finish. You can't can't claim that I'm jumping the gun when I'm saying if. Actually, I can't. You, you can't if if it looks that way, then there's an issue. If that's that's clearly wait. Defined. If it matches it, then there's going to be an issue. If it, if the gameplay isn't along the lines of that trailer, it's an issue. Okay. Now can I finish? Oh, I'm 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 just stopping you from trying to throw a false narrative on me. Oh. Undead Labs has previously stated that they were going for more of an MMO design. However, it's very clear that players have pushed back against that and haven't been interested in that. They've been interested in more of the survival aspect. To me, the way I interpret it is, this was a concepts trailer. This was them going, hey, this is what we're going to be targeting for the next game. We're not, I didn't see the concept of an MMO in there, despite all these allegations of other games being MMOs, but we'll get into that later. Uh, I sh- it seemed you know more like Alaskan wilderness or certainly winter wilderness, undead animals. Perhaps maybe you still create your own character, not or select one. Not sure. Maybe it's a set character. Don't know. Uh, it would still be okay to select your own character, in my opinion. But that's me. Uh, I don't know. I think this is them saying we're going in a different direction, and they did explicitly note on Twitter afterwards that the game is still in very early pre-production, so we're not going to see it for a while. In in my opinion, I think. If it's that's a different game, in my opinion, it's it's because you do have a subsection of people who love State of Decay, love the 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 asset building, and they love that aspect of the game, right? And they love State of Decay for what it is. To me, if your game you're making is indicative of what we saw in that trailer, then that's not truly State of Decay. Why, why not just make another game? Because they want to evolve it, and they want to. T- Take it to be a higher Again, quality franchise. Like I said, if 
if, and I'm going to say if again, if the game isn't along the lines of that trailer, I think that's, that was a big, because I, I've, I've seen a lot of people, and I'm not the only one, I've seen a lot of people have the same reaction. They even laughed when they saw that it was State of the Cake. They were like, oh yeah, I, I believe it when I see it. This, this isn't indicative to what I can experience. And when you see it, you get the Last of Us 2 or the Last of Us type feel um, to this game. And when you think of State of the Cake, you don't think of what we saw in the trailer. At the end of the day, it's a big if. Yeah, I, I'm just for sake of time, I, I gotta, I gotta cut cut it off here but I, I will say for me I will have to wait till I start seeing gameplay I, I gotta I gotta see it because I the state of decay thing like it's not bad it's just it doesn't evoke that triple a vibe yet it doesn't it just doesn't doesn't give that off to to most because it always feels like it's a work in progress that that's the vibe I always get from that kind of game. It's always, oh yeah, it's gonna get better over time. Jump in now, and wait and see what happens. That, I mean, but I, I gotta wait and see what happens first. We, we have a lot of other stuff we gotta cover though because we're, we're only two games in. <laughs> so um, we, we're just gonna move on. Um, Sam, what was the next few things that happened? We had a couple smaller things that popped up for us. We got a trailer for Everwild, uh, an in-engine, I guess, gameplay trailer uh, for Everwild. Showed off some of the animals and people. They, they revealed that the people who control the animals are called Eternals, and they're still work- tinkering with the gameplay loop, but it revolves around you interacting with nature and sensing the flow of magic in the animals, directing them, controlling them. Beautiful game, beautiful designs. I want to know yeah. more about the gameplay loop. But, like, I, I still... I think we can read a little more into it. Like people are acting, we don't know what this game is. I I don't quite agree with that, but I do agree we need to learn more about it. Yeah, nonetheless. Yep. Any guys want to add about Everwild before we move on to the next one? Uh, just really quick. As as much as of a great comeback story, CFDs is. I know you love CFDs, Anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, my biggest fear with them not really having a true set direction for this game is that we're going to get another emptiness that was CFDs and then it just evolves over time to something great um, like they did with CFDs which you know I, I got confidence to where with what they did I'm just I'm afraid of a game that is like hey here's the world go do and we're going to add a bunch of stuff later and then you really have a reason to do the things you're doing now that's my uh, biggest fear. Game I, I, I get a vibe of like Ark Survival Evolved meets Journey. That's kind of, that's the vibe I kind of get from it, where it's like it's this whole functioning world, and there's things to do within the world, but there's not like a narrative still. <laughs> so I'm still yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll I, we we got to see more, but I that's the vibe I get from it. All right, next. Uh, let me see here. I think what it was Obsidian was it was next, right? Yes, Obsidian was next. Yeah. Uh, they showed off a funny trailer for Grounded. Uh, it was funny. Like, mm. okay, haha, if you want the biggest game of the year, you better wait for Cyberpunk, because wow, it ain't us. Uh, this game is nothing like our other games. But hey, come feed your friends to spiders. Grounded's fun. It, it'll be fine. It, 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 maybe they can turn that into, you know, a competent survival game. So many of those have not been competent. I, I will say, but, I got to play the beta for it and I was very surprised yeah a lot of people have said that a lot of people have mm. said it's more polished than the average uh, than the average one for sure but uh, beyond that they also showed off some DLC for the Outer Worlds 
mm-hmm. which looks good. Uh, first of two DLC packs. I don't even need to know anything about it. I love The Outer Worlds. I think it's a great game. You say DLC, I say how much. So that's fine. Uh, first DLC pack, uh, Terror on Gorgon or something like that. It uh, takes place in a new location, September 9th. There's going to be a second one, but we don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the big one, the, 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 the real big announcement that I think everyone actually cares about is uh, Avowed. It's a big AAA first-person RPG from Obsidian set in the world of Pillars of Eternity. This is a big surprise. Like I I said like don't expect anything from Obsidian. They're not they're not going to do anything right now. They're, they're finishing up DLC, working on grounded. It's too soon for anything else. I was very surprised to see that. I mean, it's on, it's only a trailer and it's not anything to really write home about personally <laughs> but you definitely get that like uh skyrim kind of vibe to it at least in terms of the the mock-up gameplay it's in first person you know dual wielding magic and swords so i was like wow that's, that's pretty cool and i i firmly believe uh they are setting themselves up to be the uh oh remember how you did this right bethesda studio <laughs> I, I definitely get that vibe from them because now it's like, oh, uh, you're working on Starfield? We haven't heard anything from Starfield in the last three years. Here's some Outer Worlds. <laughs> Enjoy that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, you, you you guys want a new Elder Scrolls game? Haven't gotten a new update? We're working on Avowed now. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. Like It's just, it, it's just one thing after another with them. So that, that's my two cents. It showed a yeah. lot of RPGs at this conference. Really cool to see from Xbox. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, Xbox is going to... And keep in mind, In Exile has said they're working on another RPG. We just don't know what it is yet. Yeah. Because uh, they got they got Wasteland gonna... 3 coming out soon, so they're, they're kind of focused on that. Right, right. But at this point, Wasteland 3 is done. Like, that's gold. It's going to ship in a couple of weeks. They're working on another game after that. Uh, yeah. Full force. So, Xbox is going to be a Western RPG powerhouse next gen. Sure. Oh, definitely. I'm I'm very excited for them because it's like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, oh, uh, about... oh, you're looking for what's next then? Oh, is that point? anyone else want to add anything about Avowed or no? Tell you guys a no. Let's go. <laughs> okay, uh, that's a no. Uh, new trailer for Tell Me Why. That's Don't Not Entertainment, aka Ain't Life is Strange. But a yes. Party. <laughs> Um, yes, okay, and uh, I just want to say, I just want to say, um, real quick, what I like about this, what I like about this is that they're doing this very quickly, no waiting months in between episodes. First episode comes out end of August, second episode comes out the week after that. Oh, we don't know yet. Yes, we do. Yes, we we literally do. Yeah, they literally said first episode is the last week of August, then the second episode is the week after that, third episode is the week after that. Just a one-week wait in between each episode. I like that. That would be a very interesting media hype thing. Where it's like, remember remember when Mandalorian was coming out, like, every other week? It was like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited for the next thing. Let's do this. this, Why is is a thing that was normal for 60 years now, like, a big deal? Because, okay, okay. Oh, it's going to come out. It's going to come out. We don't have time for this. We don't have time for this. But the answer to your question, James, is that. How do I put this? Telltale. Yeah, Telltale. I mean, yeah, that is a good summary. Originally, the entire point behind this was making game. 
game development easier and like um you know like just not having to wait very long periods of time but telltale kept stretching it out and stretching it out and stretching it out and people ended up waiting very long periods of time between the releases of those episodes even life is strange wasn't great for it but uh but this on the other hand i'm being hyperbolic obviously i I know i know i'm just saying like a week apart between episodes it's from a developer who's writing i like you know what i respect that i'll play it through game pass that, that's yeah, my play take. Life is Strange too. I really should have because I love the first one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, next game. Okay, so. Uh, next game was uh, ironically similar to that you know vein of thinking there. Uh, As Dusk Falls. It's a new game, a new Xbox IP. This is completely Xbox owned from a studio called Interior Night that is founded by Quantic Dream veterans who left Quantic Dream. Uh, maybe that they got tired of being caged, <laughs> so to speak. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a dark I, pun I, there. I, I, appreciate, I, appreciate, I appreciate the pun, but as he's a Frenchman, the official pronunciation of his name is Cage. Fair, <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Let me have my let me have my pun this once. Fair. Um, but yeah, as dusk falls, it's an interactive drama, you know, in the vein of Quantic Dream slash Supermassive Games, but it has a very vivid, almost painted art style. It's yeah. not aiming for one-to-one realism. I like that. And it's a story that begins in Arizona in 1999. Two families collide. One of them is on a vacation, trying to get away from it all. The other is a heist. Spoiler alert, the heist goes wrong, and then the story follows the children of both families over the next, like, 20 years. Sure. That's a cool premise. And I like the art style. So yeah. sign me up. And um, now, like do, do we do we know though if Interior Night is owned by Microsoft or not? No, this is okay. a publishing thing. Okay, it's like Ori; they own the IP, they don't own the studio. Gotcha. R- reason why I ask is it was very confusing, and I was like, "What? It was. It, it, was. Hmm. It, it, it absolutely was. I, I can't disagree with you there." Um. Anyone else got any thoughts on that? I just think it's interesting how you know Microsoft uh, have gone. We basically want a Quantic Dream game, but we don't want to pay Quantic Dream. We don't. Yeah. No, we mm. don't want to pay David Cage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. That's uh, that's one hundred percent what it is. Ah, c'est on joue pas David Cage. Ah, very well. We we mon ami, we we. This is a very different time now. Beyond that, uh, they very quickly mentioned uh, th- this is where they moved from the Xbox Game Studio stuff for the most part, except for the ending, to the partner stuff. They mentioned Bungie is bringing all of Destiny to oh, and the current. Forza. Ex- oh yeah, Forza. Wait, we, yeah, yeah, yeah right. we did. We didn't mention Forza. Yes. you're right. You're right. Well, you're one right. Thing, one thing that I thought was interesting now. about one thing I thought was interesting about Forza is that they're just call, calling it Forza Motorsport now, not yeah, Forza Motorsport. Third, Yep. So it, it, it's going to be a platform now, um, which I think works for a game like that. Like, why should they release Forza 8, 9, 10, whatever? We Agreed. just come out with Forza Motorsport and gradually improve the visuals, add yeah. cars, add tracks over time. Agreed. Especially because, like, especially the, the difference between, like, Forza Motorsport, like, 6 and 7 is not that big a difference. <laughs> like... I, yeah. I, it's not I, like I mean, new cars and yeah. like new cars and weather. They could have just patched that in. 
Honestly. Yeah. Exactly. I think, I think I, they're I, going to continue using the number system for Horizon because those games are different. But yes. The, Agreed. Yeah, I think, those I think are different locations now. and such, so yeah. 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 We'll see what happens, you know, a few years down the line, but I agree with you, James. I think for now, Horizon probably stays numbered. But Motorsport, yeah, it just makes sense to build it as a platform. Um, okay, and again, an interesting note here. Every game, including Forza Motorsport that we've talked about, with the exception of As Dusk Falls and Tell Me Why, is not coming to Xbox One. It's uh, State of Decay 3, next-gen only. Avowed, next-gen only. Um, Forza Motorsport, next-gen only. I-, I thought that was very interesting. And every time you say that game title, like James just did, I'm fighting myself so I don't yeah, say yeah. it. Every time. <laughs> I know. You gotta fight it. You gotta fight it. You gotta fight it. Uh, but yeah, thank you for the shout. Forza Motorsport uh, platform makes sense. Uh, we ready to move on? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. Uh, this is where, this is where they move to the partner stuff. Bungie is bringing all of Destiny 2's expansions to Game Pass, which is pretty cool. That's neat. Uh, but here's the coolest part. Beyond Light, the upcoming expansion, is going to launch into Game Pass this fall. That's the big third party. We've been waiting for a while to say, hey, what's the big third party game they're going to snag? They, this is it. Who uh, needs Who needs a marketing deal? <laughs> uh, well, amusingly enough, they, ha- they have the marketing deal too now. Yeah, um, well. which is amusing. To well, say well the least. literally, why why would they bother with anybody else? Oh, it's a Game Pass. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. it, 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 it's yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, I mean, it works. I'll play it through Game Pass. What can I say? Uh, they they're onto something. Yeah. Uh, they also announced some console launch exclusives, an updated version of Tetris Effect that has multiplayer. Okay, I've heard fun things about it. Um, oh, so. Why would you get Tetris Effect on a platform that doesn't have VR capability? And that's a fair point. And that's a completely fair point. I don't... Te- I don't Tetris know. Effect is good. Tetris Effect in VR is amazing. Back while there is VR, there's the Velocity Architecture... Okay, okay, stop that. <laughs> stop that this instant. Stop that this instant. Okay. 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 All right. I had to um, try. That's wor- that's worse than Kate. <laughs> that was that was awful. Wow, that was wow, that was awful. But um, that, that's what we're known oh, wow. for: bad puns. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, moving on. They also announced as console launch exclusives, probably a year of exclusivity or whatever. Stalker Two. Yeah, that game exists, <laughs> which is the most surprising thing to me. For anyone who doesn't know, Star is basically proto-Metro. It's the prototype game that came before, and it's 50% Eurojank, 50% Incredible AI. Uh, Stalker is interesting. Go watch or read some essays on Hasn't it. Hasn't there is, been like, is, demos of this game for like 15 years? N- no. Is it wrong I hadn't heard it was even the Stalker 1? Yes. <sighs> I've heard of Stalker, but I've never played it. I will say, Stalker 2, I'm really digging the Chernobyl setting. I'm really digging that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you like the Metro games, uh, then you'll like the aesthetic they're going for, because it's similar, you know, Russian rangers making their way into irradiated zones, mutants, hardcore survival, immersive sim, that sort of stuff. So that's good. Um, the one I'm really excited for, Warhammer 40k Darktide. It's from Fat Shark, the developers who made Vermintide, and this is basically Vermintide, except instead of classic Warhammer fantasy, they're setting it in, like, the grim, dark, gothic Warhammer 40k universe. A squad of, you know, Imperial soldiers go down into an infested hive and have to start clearing it out. What? This is the, this is the one with the Inquisitors, isn't it? 
Yes, yes, this is the one with my, the... Uh... My, my incredibly limited knowledge of the Warhammer 40k, because someone described, like, <laughs> James, you as a gothic horror person would love this. <laughs> and yeah, I do. Actually, yes. Actually, yes. Uh, that's a very, very good way of putting it. Um, yeah, I trust the developer, and that'll be a great game. Next-gen only, you know, coming to Series X and PC. Sure, I'll take it. I'll drag some people into co-op with me. That'll be fun. Uh, moving on beyond that, there was some fantasy Star Online two nonsense. I'm yeah, happy for yeah, people. Yeah. Who, I'm happy for people who like that game. I don't care. There's a new expansion. Go nuts! Oh, and, and in the pre-show, Dragon Quest is coming to Game Pass. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's Before, that's the too. only real um, major thing that happened in that. So let's move on. <laughs> yep, yep. That's a that's that. Um, that's a big deal. Uh, Crossfire it, hey, X. That, 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 that is a big deal, actually. It is. It, it is. Like, yeah. okay, to be because, fair... Because, like, if, 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 there's a way, if, if there's a way for, for Xbox to try and get a bigger footing in Japan, it's to get, it's to get the, the biggest fucking game in Japan on Game Pass. Dragon Quest coming to Xbox is admittedly one of those, oh, wow, never thought that would come over things. Yo, um, I'm, so, I'm just so used to that at this point, that's why I don't care. <laughs> and that's also a fair point, but, you know... um. Is what it is. So, moving on. Uh, let me see what else was there. What else was there? Crossfire X. They showed off the campaign. Campaigns being made by Remedy. Um, the trailer wasn't great in my opinion, but I want to point out, and I'm curious about if, if anyone has thoughts on this. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. It has been described by several people who saw a, pre a digital preview of it behind the scenes after the showcase as the like closest thing we're getting to a new Fear game mixed with first-person quantum break. Like, time slowdown, incredibly tight shooting, reactive AI, that sort of thing. So, you know what? I like Remedy games. I'll check it out. Cool. I wish the game was good. But, yeah. Okay. Any uh, Anyone else got a thought on this besides Ivan? No? Okay. <laughs> Alright. Alright, All right. All right. fair enough. Alright. Uh, Matt Booty showed up, said we only visited nine of our... Big Booty. Yes. Sorry, yes. I, I, every time. I it's fine, even, it's fine. It's fine. Getting, that's his name. Yeah, it, it's alright. Uh, he mentioned that they only visited nine of the 15 studios today, that we'll see some more stuff later this year. They're not done revealing games this year, but until then, here's one more. And then, because Demon Souls remake for PS5 has been announced, the second biggest open secret in the game industry was announced... Playground Games is working on a Fable reboot. No, Yay. really? Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It, that and Demon's Souls, the biggest open secrets in the industry. It, it was getting ridiculous. Um, but seriously, it's cool. It's out in the open. Maybe this will actually be really good? Under Playground? Yeah, no. If I dare, I, if I dare say I, so? Without Molyneux I, touching I, it? <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait for someone to... Uh, be called Peter and or Molyneux in the game, uh, to, and ju just to see what the internet reacts to about that. <laughs> there's, there's like a local village punching bag. His name is yeah. Molyneux du Peter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, um, I've told you guys before about the uh, the gaming karaoke night that I helped run in London uh, mm -hmm. called Mario called Marioki, uh, and one of one of the big hits of that is is Everlong by Foo Fighters. Uh, but it's hello, I'm Peter Molyneux. Ever <laughs> wrong? Uh, it's it's banging. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Nice. Um, um, anything else? I think. It's yeah. 
that's the showcase. Um, thoughts overall, comments, questions, All concerns. Right, well, let's do it this way. Give me, the, give me your, uh, give me your grade. What would you give it? A, B, C, D, E, F, or G for gaming? Uh, what, <laughs> what would you do? Uh, I would give it an A minus. A minus. Why? Give me justification. I give it A minus. Most of the games I thought looked like even if it's, most of the games I thought at least looked interesting. Like you know, it's great. All this stuff is going into Game Pass. I might as well at least try this thing, try this game out. You know what I mean? Um, the only two games that really don't appeal to me were Tell Me Why and The Gunk. Um, but other than that, The Gunk looks amazing, dude. I I wasn't feeling it. wasn't wasn't feeling it. wasn't feeling the visuals. wasn't feeling the gameplay. Um, uh, I just wasn't feeling that one. But the other stuff, you know, like like I said, it's in Game Pass. You're at least going to try it out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I thought they showed a lot of games. I thought they showed a great diversity of games. And like I said earlier, they showed a shit ton of RPGs, man. Xbox Series X is going to be an RP- RPG powerhouse. So, overall, I was impressed. Oh, but by the way, uh, I just checked the chat here. Uh, loud Noises Jerry, a.k.a. Irrelevant Native, because uh, we just uh, he had a name change and told no one. Uh, <laughs> uh, they showed Exomecha. That looked pretty cool. I forgot about that. Pre-show, so I forgot about that. Yeah, eh. sorry, but yeah, that was a thing. Uh, it is uh, interesting. So um, I'll give the showcase a C for console. <laughs> uh, they should they should have shown the console. They should have shown the box. They did show the box. Not the cons. Not there was no reason to show it there because we already knew what the box looked like. James, do you not know what the box looked like? <laughs> no. They show that like in December. Well then, don't I look like a fool? <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Some, something like that, James. You know, he's, he's been he's been hopping across the multiverses for a while. So give him a it's break. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. I, I, I understand. I can I admit understand. it. I, I commit. Well, I commit when I fucked up. There you go. <laughs> okay, on a letter grade, Ivan. Since I'm not going to do a plus or minus thing here, I'm going to say a very solid B. Mm-hmm. I think great games. Xbox finally showed a roadmap, which they've needed to show for some time now. They said, hey, next couple of years, here's the games we got coming. We got big RPGs. We got big stuff like that. Great. The It only loses a little because Halo Infinite wasn't a graphical, jaw-dropping, you know, showcase. And then on top of that, we didn't get gameplay for anything that wasn't really Halo Infinite. Um, yeah. That's where it stumbled a bit for me. But, like, great games. You can't deny Like, the the whole Xbox has no game meme needs to die officially. Yeah, I think I think that oh, is done. Of course, I know what the box. I just looked up the box. Of course, I know what that looks like. They show the Game Awards. I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our f bomb for the night. <laughs> uh, well, well I'm earned. You. <laughs> no, uh, but no, it, it does. Like they showed us a while ago. Again, we're yeah, gonna get into this whole yeah, we're gonna get into this whole pissing contest about whether or not we're gonna know the prices. <sighs> Which I mean, this wasn't the place to announce that, I guess. But yeah, just just the, just just do it four twenty. Just uh, announce that it's four twenty, and you'll win. Because well, you we, can't. We already missed that. <laughs> No, the US. no, no! I don't mean when. I mean say that it's four twenty. I know, but do it on. It would been better Speaking, if they did it on four twenty. But they well, missed well, it. They're not, well, they won't. Well, well, shut up. That's not gonna happen. Speaking but. of four twenty, how funny and ironic is it that 
the latest leak for the new Call of Duty game was from a bag of Doritos. Oh, How yeah. appropriate is that? That was hilarious. How appropriate that is that? That was dumb. That was so, yeah, but it's appropriate. Also, like, this is the latest a Call of Duty game has ever not been and out. And this is, like, it's the so second time, crazy, too. Was it la- last year they did the same thing? They waited the last minute. Like, well, no, no, dude. Now. Like, it was still, it was announced in May, though. Yeah. Last year. Now, is, like, there, is there a chance? Uh, whose turn is it this time? Okay. Okay, so originally, here's the thing. It wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be Sledgehammer co-developing with Raven. But according to a few different sources and who have reported on this, the game was an utter disaster after a year of development, and Activision basically went, okay, Treyarch, we know you just uh, went before Infinity Ward, but you're up. Uh, so they essentially reduced it. Treyarch had to scrap most is... of what was done, and Treyarch is now leading with Sledgehammer and Raven helping them out. Now, um, is there a chance... Work from home and is there a chance they could be delayed? Is there a chance? Okay, here's the thing. Honestly, if they were ever going to do it, this is the year to do it. I don't know if anyone besides me really keeps up with NPD charts, but Modern Warfare 2019 is selling stupid well by Call of Duty standards. I need, I need that to sink in. By Call of Duty standards, that game is selling ridiculously well. It just keeps on selling copies. Uh, on top of that, they have a full Crash game coming this fall. And the Crash remaster, unfortunately, sold ridiculously well. So if th- there was ever going to be a year Activision should take off, this should be it. Unfortunately, I think the executives are going to go, new console launch, must crunch, must make it there, and they're going to force this thing out. And it's going to be bad. That's my honest take. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it was worth a shot. I tried. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it gets delayed. I, 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 I mean, really if hope it, so. If, if, if it truly is a game that's got the title of Cold War, it makes a lot of sense for people to just sit around not doing a lot and not <laughs> announcing things for a while. So I think I think they just are I think they're just RPing, you know. <laughs> so Alright, um Fane, what you got for me? Give me a grade. Fame. Fame. Sorry. Oh. I got distracted. Le- letter um, grade. Yeah, I I gave it a B minus. I wanna say C plus but B not B minus. Okay. My, my main key that I love is there is a possibility that we may they may have just shown three black female leads in a game in games. I think that's pretty freaking incredible. Something we don't really see as far as you know diversity and inclusion in video games. Having three black female leads is can be pretty awesome. And um, the fact that we didn't get a second Hellblade trailer kind of irked me because everybody knows Hellblade 2017 was my game of the year, and I stand by. Whenever that game releases, it'll be the best looking game and also be game of the year, whatever year it releases. Um, but to bring out Ninja Theory and to make my toes curl, just to not see Senua again really hurt my feelings. And that's why I'm like, I'm putting that minus behind the B because that really hurt. Mm. All right. But but once again, the Dev Diaries, which I watched every one before the original Hellblade, they kicked back up. And it is a much watch because this development team goes above and beyond to give you guys the highest quality yep. and gaming and sounds. 
please go to Ninja Theory YouTube and watch the Dev Diaries. It is a much is a must watch. Like you have to watch it. It's amazing. All right. All right. Um, who do we miss? James, I get let you just score. He no, gave it C for console. Oh, C, yeah, C, yeah, C, yeah, yeah, okay. I, just, I already mentally wiped it from my brain. I was trying to save you, have you save some face. Uh, so, um, for me, I think I'm the only one hasn't gone now. Um, for me, I give it a B. Um, I thought it was for me. They gave me what I needed to see. Um, I would have liked to have seen what In Exile was doing, although I give them a pass on that because they, you know, they got a game coming out. Uh, fairly soon, I gave them a pass on that. Um, I I'm actually the one of the pretty much the main reason why I don't give it a higher score is I still don't know what the initiative's doing. Um, like they're they're one of the studios that's like they've been announced and they've been working on something for so long, and we still don't know what it is. It feels like it's been forever. It feels like it, but it really hasn't. What when did they announce initiative, Sam? 17? 2018. 2018. 2018? Man, it's been yeah. two yeah, it years. It hasn't been that long, dude. <laughs> but they announced Obsidian. Like, Obsidian got acquired, what, 2019? And they already got a game acquired later out. in 2018. And I'm going to spoiler alert something for you. Avowed was in development uh, yes, as far back as 2017. Shh. He's been working on this game for a long time. That, no, it's coming it, out. It, it, it's a perfect snowflake design just for Xbox. <laughs> They've been working on it for some time, but unlike the Outer Worlds, it wasn't signed with someone, so they were able to get it as an exclusive. Um, no, so no, I will say, I will say, uh, we should see what the initiative is up to later this year. I will uh, at say least, that. at least that much. If there's nothing from them, so help me, Sam. Oh my God, I'm gonna go break your legs. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Um, it's going to begin with a name change. Yeah, whatever project it is, I could totally see them doing a name change for what to reflect whatever it's it is. It, it, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. Anyway, um, anything else you want to talk about before we head out? Um, did anyone? Nah, I'm good. Did anybody watch Seth Rollins t- um, take Rey Mysterio's eye out? What? It's a wrestling thing. I saw that fake eye crap. Yeah. That B made for TV movie eye. Someone someone lost got their eye taken out uh, on 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 the last WWE pay per view. Hmm. It was it was it was it was a letdown. I was promised an eye being removed from someone's head, and I got a weird glove. Hmm. Weird. Weird stuff. That's all I gotta say. Anyway, um, so uh, I guess we're gonna be wrapping up. Uh, time to do our outros, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, Sam, where can the good people find you, sir? Find me on Twitter at Samuel Talbert. That's T O L B E R T, and you can find everything I write on Windows Central, Android Central, and iMore. All right, fame. Oh, I'm back. Uh, Fame ENT2K across the board. Um, I am always working at LV1Gaming.com. And, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, James? Uh, You can come get me on the tweets. At James underscore S. Wilson. Come talk to me about uh, who you think is going to be WWE champion by SummerSlam. Who knows? Um, And also, uh, join me in uh, asking, what's up with Giant Sparrow? 
Hey, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Tell us. Where's, been, uh... Yeah, what are they doing? Where's, uh, Depressed it's been, Flamingo? It's been, it's been the Depressed <laughs> 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 Oh, no. Unfinished. No. Yeah, we, we, we should cut... That, that should be, like, a weird, a fun game. Like, what is your giant sparrow name generator? I'm going with Depressed yeah. Flamingo. Your first day, your first day of your month, and the first letter of your or, name. No, Fl- no, flamingo depression. I'm calling it that. Flamingo depression. Flamingo depression. Uh, oh God, that sounds be, better. Uh, well, we know we know it's going to be a bird because Ian said. Uh, mine will be uh, the uh, the condescending owl. There we go. Now it'll be fl- it'll be flamingo depression. You'll be in the like the Florida Everglades, um, and you'll be like a lonely researcher. And you're stuck in a rainstorm, like a semi-tropical depression. But he'll also be depressed as well. See, it'll work. I know, and I know <laughs> it sounds like we're making fun of it, but also we genuinely really want to know what they're doing <laughs> because they've made two really, really, really good games, and it's been three years since we've heard anything from them. Yeah. So they right. won a BAFTA for best game. God damn it! What's up, Ian? Ian Dallas, I'm calling you out. Alright, and Mike, where can people find you, sir? Alright, guys, you can find me on Twitter at the Truth of Mike P, and also check out my opinion pieces on Level 1 Gaming at LV1Gaming.com. Alright, and uh, I'm Anchorman V2. You can find me and everything else at Anchorman V2. Uh, this is uh, the Multiverse Show, broadcasting through the Multiverse. Uh, we are really, uh, really happy to have you guys uh, check us out. Uh, we may or may not be back for next week, but we're going to be back to our regular schedule coming soon. Um, again, uh, we're going to be uploading this uh, tomorrow on Tuesday uh, to Spotify and other platforms, so just stay tuned for that. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you guys for supporting us and everything. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we 